This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, he's back. Yes, our guest today was voted not once but twice as People Magazine's sexiest veterinarian. Now, as you will soon discover, his good looks take a back seat to his mission. And that is to make this planet a better place for pets and wildlife. So please welcome back to the show the most followed veterinarian on Instagram. Woohoo! Yes, I'm referring, of course, to the one and only Dr. Evan Anton. I'm so glad to have you back, Dr. Evan. I'm so glad to be back. And I, I feel so silly. I'm going to be funny here, but this is not what I've worked so hard for over the years. But the, uh, the truth is, actually, People Magazine had me as that three times. Oh, three times. You know, you remind me, years ago I had Betty White on, and she was, oh my gosh, such a great guest like you are. And I humbly identified her as a six-time Emmy winner. And just like you, she politely said, no, dear, I've won seven. So three, I missed it. I missed that issue, man. Her winning those are are much more significant than me being a sexiest vet in People Magazine, but that's hilarious. Hey, Pet Pals, Dr. Anton is here. He has partnered with Blue Buffalo, and he's going to share some easy-to-digest nutrition tips for your dog after we take this commercial break. So sit, stay, we'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and I am just so glad you're back on the show. We have Dr. Evan Anton, and you have traveled the globe, and we're going to have you do this because I saw it on your Instagram. Or you have grunt talked with gorillas, right? <laughs> you saw that. Come on, let's hear it. Let's hear you. Say, say happy Thanksgiving, or I love your hairy coat and gorilla. Come on. 
I mean, I don't have a big vocabulary, really. It's just that friendly, like, welcoming call. Okay, or, let's, or, let's do a friendly hello really. to a gorilla. Okay, go something like this. <laughs> Keep going. That's all I know, really. I'm, it's like, That's okay. Uh, I'm know. learning Spanish, and, and my gorilla is pretty minor, so I'll have to verify that later with my gorilla pals. You've swam okay, with okay. humpback whales. And what I really love, though, is you still make time to help dogs and cats. You're at the, is it pronounced your veterinary, it's Conhona? Kono? It's Conejo Valley Vet Hospital. Conejo Valley Veterinary Hospital. It's in Thousand Oaks, California. And you had some big news you want to share. You have teamed up with Blue Buffalo. What brought that partnership together, Dr. Yeah, Adam? well, there's a couple lines they're bringing out or brought out that, I'm, that I, I really liked. And um, we, we've got a partnership going there. And uh, one of them, Henry's on. My, so I'm my little dog, Henry. I don't think you've met him or seen him yet personally. Or on the no. show, but he's been on my Instagram. He's 16, 16 he years is. old here. Good yeah. for Henry. Is he like, is his yeah. middle name Methuselah? I know, right? He doesn't have, uh, that's his new middle name because he doesn't have one. And I there love that. I, I never I, heard I that. I don't speak gorilla, but I can give you good middle names for very, very ageless wonder dogs named Henry. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's him. And you also have three cats, right? Yes. Three cats now. I got a, I, we, I got a cat uh, just this year. And that makes three. So I've got a little one-year-old, an okay. eight-year-old, and a 16, almost 17-year-old. Is that Willie? That's Willie. You know, oh, come you know on. Did guys. I do my I'm homework impressed. or what? Did I? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I saw you with, I think it was Willie, some buff cat that's on your shoulders while you're being Mr. Woodworker. That was Willie. That was exa you're exactly right. Yep. I am not stalking you, Dr. Anton. I am not stalking you. I promise. Hey, I, I posted a fair game. <laughs> well, let's, I mean, we just got done with Thanksgiving and Christmas and other holidays are on the horizon and I'm not sure when the show will run. So maybe it's going to be Valentine's Day. I'm just joking. But we sometimes succumb to begging eyes of our dogs and they work us. But I'm thinking you as a veterinarian, you don't really want to see uh, our dogs go spend the holidays with pancreatitis, right? Yeah, amongst all the other things they can get into when we have all these chocolate and desserts and we got friends and family getting together and sometimes we see weed brownies and things like that come in more often over the holidays. Uh, a lot of foods, you know, a lot of recipes have garlic and onions, you know, oh, or, yeah. or one of the two. Those are also toxic. Uh, and then fruit salads, you know, we worry about grapes and among, I mean, there's tons more, but those are some of the really common ones that we would see that are human foods, but are not so good for our pets. Yeah. And with grapes, I mean, I don't know what the deal is, people. It's full of sugar and you're the veterinarian. I'm actually a master in pet first aid. I teach all over the place with my dog and cat. And that's like the perfect thing to lodge to seal the airway. Am I correct? The good doctor? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, a grape could certainly cause like a tracheal obstruction. And the, the scary thing about grapes is that they're not uh, dose dependent toxin. You know, some really? dogs react to them. Some dogs don't. Yeah. Some dogs aren't affected by grapes at all, but for dogs and our affected by them and they are toxic to the dogs, one grape or one raisin can be fatal, can cause wow. irreversible wow. kidney failure. It's not like chocolate where if they eat a little bit, that gives a new meaning to the grapes of wrath. I mean, seriously, and I'm not yeah. joking. That's pretty serious. I'm sticking away from raisins and grapes. If a dog ever eats even just one grape or raisin, treat it as a medical emergency. Get them to your vet hospital, your local vet hospital ASAP. We've got to get try to get that out and decontaminate. Very good. So we're going to play a little game. Test your knowledge with a good Dr. Anton. You are partnering up with Blue Buffalo, and you've got some tips because... 
to keep our dogs' bellies healthy and humming and keep their skins looking awesome um, so they can maybe challenge you for sexiest dog of the year, next year's sexiest <laughs> veterinarian of the year. I, I'm sure People Magazine's tuning in right now. But water, 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 water. Um, I know we know to drink water to keep ourselves nice and hydrated, but tell us your take. How do you get a dog that may be fussy to drink enough water? You can always incorporate water into the food. You know, there's obviously great wet foods available and the, the lines we're working with the blue buffalo, they, they also have those in wet food, like their Good. blue basics and their blissful belly. And then you can, I mean, you can put water in dry food, you know, yeah. and let it soak for a few minutes, like a little bowl of cereal. And uh, there are also, sometimes I'll put like, if I'm really want a pet to drink, I'll put just a little bit of chicken broth in their water, just to flavor it, but just a little bit. I don't want to screw around with their, with their electrolytes or up yeah. their sodium too much. And then, of course, you can feed them other vegetables like carrots and cucumbers and things that are low calorie to no calorie that they might like chewing on. And it might also help with dental disease and other things. And it can also, of course, increase hydration. Well, I have a little dog we found during COVID. Smallest dog I've ever had. Our last dog was 90 pounds. Found an eight-pound poodle, chihuahua, who knows, mystery mutt, full of heartworms. Worked with our veterinarian. She's all healthy and happy. But little Emma Gemma does not like to drink a lot of water. So we found out our secret weapon was watermelon. What's your thoughts on watermelon? No seeds, no rinds. She loves it. We go WTM for Miss M. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it for my rap. <laughs> That's really key. I mean, watermelon is obviously full of water. So you're not going to get any lack of that. My only concern with watermelon would be to keep it, you know, keep those portions, uh, you know, in consideration because, yeah, just small amounts because obviously it's super high sugar, you know. Yeah. And so for dogs that are prone to gaining weight, especially if they're not the most active dogs, the more sugar they're eating, it's going to just, uh, it's, it's often going to lead to weight gain. So I do have a lot of pet It's little things. tiny pieces, trust me. Yeah, and, no, that's great. And she's, that's a, she's a speedster, so she has a better figure than I do. So, all right, <laughs> we talked about water. Check. Sometimes, you know, there's a thing called LID, limited ingredient diets. What does that mean? Lid. Put a lid on it. What does that mean, Dr. Anton? What are we looking for? What kind of dogs may benefit by having just a limited number of ingredients on a quality commercial food? Right. No, it's a great question and something that a lot of dogs do have some challenges with. Um, so limited ingredients basically means there's either novel proteins in there or other proteins and foods that are less likely as we've seen to cause allergies or GI issues. So when you say like as a veterinarian, when I say limited ingredient diet, I might be thinking of like a prescription veterinary diet where we're okay. talking about really specific kinds of proteins and the way they're processed and forming these veterinary prescription foods. But it's kind of a broad term. So it also includes over-the-counter diets. So for example, the blue buffalo, the blissful belly, it also has, it's got some limited ingredients. Is it actually called blissful belly? Yeah, blissful belly. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah, you would like that one. Yeah, right? Yeah, got a lot of bees in it. Yeah, and so there's there's specific proteins and specific ingredients and even the, the carbohydrates in the diet are intended for dogs uh, that might have sensitive tummies or maybe potentially allergies. And so, um, you know, for, for my dog, Henry, actually, it's funny, his GI sensitivity is actually increased with his age. And really? so I can't feed him as many, yeah, as much as, as, as diverse of a diet without him potentially having issues. So I'll well, either What about make, that? Know, because, you know, as we get good old dogs and good old cats, it sounds like it's very important to keep talking with your veterinarian and maybe tweaking the diet as the pet ages. I mean, only if need be, really, honestly, if a dog, if they're eating fine and their activity is fine and their weight is healthy and their stools look normal, 
and they're on the same food they were on for their entire life, I'm okay with that. You know, okay. it's really only unless we're seeing issues. If we are seeing soft stool, if we are seeing weight gain, vomiting or anything like that, then, you know, we should talk and we should maybe sort out a plan that makes more sense. All right. I'm going to quiz you. If you don't know this answer, hang up, but I know you do. Now, now you're really nervous. What is the largest organ on a dog's body? And I know it isn't the liver. I would say it's the skin. Yes, 10 points for Dr. Anton. Woo, <laughs> the fans go wild. We didn't learn that one in vet school. You did not? I think it's just like, because you know, you always hear that about people, like what's the largest organ? So I would assume with most vertebrates, that's probably the case. So let's talk about diet them. and skin. And what, what are some tips you can offer so our pet isn't itching or has hot spots or you pet him and you got a handful of dry hair. Yuck. Right, right. So there's, there's obviously there's different causes for that. And so one of the common ones is there's just insufficient amount of lipids in the diet. And so, lipids? for example, with okay. lipids like fatty acids and fats in the diet. So fats are really important for lubricating the skin amongst a lot of other things deep, you know, inside the body, the central nervous system and so on. Uh, but they're really important for the skin too. And when dog skin is just a little bit dry, just like us, they can get pretty itchy. And so just incorporating some fat can really, really help with that. So for example, that, that same diet, that blissful belly, uh, yeah. and even the blue basics, they've got some good omegas in there and they, they do accommodate for that. And so if dogs do have dry skin, this might be good. This might be a good diet option for them. Now, another thing when it comes to itchy skin, of course, is allergies. Yeah. Okay. So these diets might help for that, but a lot of dogs with allergies, it could be from fleas or it could be environmental. Uh, and it could be from something, uh, you know, in their food. And so that's something you'd want to consult with your veterinarian because dogs with legitimate allergies, we need to get to the underlying cause. I would say in Southern California, where I practice, atopy yeah. or environmental allergies are the most common. And so really? these guys are on chronic medications. Yeah. Well, there could these also... These are very common too. Yeah. I mean, and I know sometimes people who are nervous might bite their fingernails. And I'm thinking anxiety could also make some dog want to nibble on their skin, right? It can, and sometimes that can lead to chronic wounds. Uh, and where it, now that there's a wound, now they're even more motivated to lick it. But I'll, I'll tell you, I hear that a lot. Like people come into the hospital and they think, oh, you know, my dog's anxious, or I think he's stressed out. He keeps licking his paws or his forearms or so on. And I, I think, you know what, let's take a look. But I'll bet there's a real good chance there's allergies and there's really a, a physical underlying issue going on, not just a neurotic sort of behavioral reason behind it. By far, most commonly, it's actual allergies or something along those lines versus being a behavioral reason for them itching. No, good points. Hey, everybody, we're talking to Dr. Evan Anton, and he is a cool vet who's traveled the globe. And he has at home three cats and a dog, including two very senior. And I think they're very doggone lucky to have you as their favorite human. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about gorillas and whales and other things, too, with the good doctor. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey everybody, this is Stephen Weber reminding you to always listen to Arden Moore on OBA, the best show on Pet Life Radio. 
We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. He is in a parked car outside his veterinary clinic in Thousand Oaks, California, to be able to do this interview with us. And you're only the second guest since 2007, Evan, to be in a car doing a radio show with me at the same time. Oh, man, it's been 15 years. It's been 15 years we had to break that record. So the other one was Weber, wasn't he the guy with the Wings show and he plays criminals and all that? And uh, he's an actor, and he was sounding really frantic. And I and I we were on Skype back then. That's really old. And I say, well, what's what's going on, man? And he goes, well, I'm in outside a parking lot at CVS. I'm supposed to pick up some honeydews for my wife. So see, <laughs> you're in good company. There you go. So That's I want to find I out. Forgot about Skype. Yeah, I want to. Me too. And I want to find out how a guy from Kansas City, go Chiefs can uh, ends up becoming a veterinarian who wants to travel around the world and help all kinds of critters and not just your typical pets. So how did you get from Kansas City to all around the world? You know, honestly, that was wanting to go around the world and, and, and see these animals has been something I've been passionate about. I just happened to grow up in Kansas City. And uh, I would just go in my backyard. You know, I mean, we had, I, I grew up in Overland Park, Kansas, it's just outside of Kansas City. Home of the, the NCAA side. headquarters. See, I'm an ex-sports writer. Go for it. Wow. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, we had a creek in our back- backyard. And so I was always going out looking for snakes and turtles and crawdads and insects and frogs and whatever I could find. And honestly, I'm pretty much the same person I was when I was three or four years old. Nice. But now I just do it instead of my backyard. I do it around the world. And one of the reasons I wanted to become a vet was because I wanted to give back to the wildlife and it's brought me so much joy over the years. You know, I want to be able to return the favor and kind of help them out. And then, of course, I've always had pets. I've never not lived with pets, multiple pets in my life ever since I've been born. I like that. I love working with pets, too, of course. The human animal bond is super important to me. So you were on the show Evan Goes Wild on Animal Planet, and that really launched your career, too. But somehow you managed to still maintain being a veterinarian in practice in Thousand Oaks. I mean, that had to be a pretty big time juggle act, right? Because you're in Tahiti, and then you're in Zimbabwe, and then you got to go to Thousand Oaks. Yeah, yeah. That had to be a crazy time. It is tough. So like the first uh, five or six years, I was full time at the hospital five days a week and they're long days. You know, we're 24 seven. We see emergencies. My first year I was doing overnights. I mean, it's it's pretty full on, uh, you know, medicine. But as other projects were kind of picking up and more traveling was happening, I had to start going part time to the hospital. And so, I mean, there's times like when I was you were talking about the swimming with with the humpback whales. That was for my animal planet show. Evan goes wild. Yeah. And we filmed that whole season in three months and every episode is a, is a week in a different country. So we were gone like the whole time. So I wasn't in the practice for months. So that was in Tahiti. Name some other places that you were in that short time. Yeah. Philippines, Kenya, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Peru, Yucatan Peninsula and Mexico. I hope you got souvenirs for Henry and Willie when you came back. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. All kinds of good stuff. <laughs> So we know we're going to state the obvious, too. I mean, good, bad, what's your take? Being three times named sexiest veterinarian. I don't know. I mean, I can just, it's, I guess you're never, uh, you, plenty of people start conversations with you, but what's the good and bad of that? I think overall, honestly, it's been a positive thing. I'll be honest. When I first was contacted by people and they wanted to put me in the first time, 
Yeah. I was a little hesitant and okay. I was thinking, you know what, like something that's very important to me is being taken seriously by my colleagues in, in the veterinary field, you know, and I didn't want it. Like I wasn't becoming a vet or even doing the things out in the field to be sexy, anything like I, I was more inspired by like Steve Irwin and getting out in the bush and being a oh, wild I guy. I loved you know? him. He was so good. Oh, yeah. no, ditto. But uh, I thought, you know what, uh, this is something that can shed some light on what I do. And then I can kind of take it from there. And honestly, it's been really positive overall. I mean, there's some people that might have preconceived notions about who I am as a person, but you know, I think you're that, all right, that's, man. That's their problem. It's fine with me. And most people tell me, oh, I thought you were, you were going to be a jerk or full of yourself, but you're like, you're cool. It's good. So it's, it's really been a positive thing, honestly. I'm really, really thankful for it. I'm glad. And, you know, there's always been the joke about six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. But I know people have confused you with Superman, the one of many Superman, Henry Cavell. But isn't it time that Henry Cavell gets confused with Dr. Evan Anton? Oh, man, that'll be the Come day. Come on. <laughs> what do you think? Have you ever met him? No, I've not met him. People think I'm him all the time, though. Like, I've had one time I had paparazzi like photographing me, like when I was like at a lunch date kind of a thing. Yeah. And they thought I was him, but like people always think I'm him. He's not a bad guy, but I'm, I'm on Team Evan. Is that all right? Hey, I'll take it. All right. Hey, he's a Chiefs fan, though. Do you see that? He's always wearing the Kansas City Chiefs hat. I was like, that's pretty cool. I, I think he's got a little Dr. Evan Envy. I think he's, he's kind of like know. your number one fan. I think we could research <laughs> that a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, let me know what you find on that. All right. I used to be an investigative reporter for something called Daily Newspapers, so I'll do my job. I'll do my job. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm expecting some good stuff then. Hey, Instagram, one, 1. 1.3 million, right, and counting? Okay. On Instagram, yes. Any tips for those people trying to get in your uh, stratosphere? <laughs> oh, I don't know about tips for, for that, but um, no, I mean, I just, I listen, I appreciate people that follow my work big time. Like, honestly, it really means a lot. It's it's been a really a blessing. So just big thank yous to all those people. Well, there are some things you got to protect your privacy too a little bit. But I was laughing because I, I saw you did a post and it looked like a fuzzy picture with what you're wearing now, your hat backwards. And there were like just 5,400 people just clicked a like on it. I'm like, really? It's a fuzzy picture. <laughs> it's not even an audio. So you have you have some people that are very loyal. Very, very loyal. I appreciate them. <laughs> what would be something that surprises people about you? I mean, are you really a woodworker or did you and Willie just hang out sanding wood in your basement or something? Yeah, right. No, that's a new hobby or I should say obsession that okay. I've acquired over the last few years or I guess been like a little over two years. So I got a, I got a big table saw in the middle of 2020 for a little project I wanted to do and it just took off and I've just been fully obsessed. I've built a bunch of furniture in my own house and I really, really love it. Really? Nice. You weren't into crocheting during COVID? I was too busy in the shop. But you know, it's funny you say that because I actually like at some point, I would not be surprised if I get myself a sewing machine because I'd, I'd love to be able to do my own upholstery for my furniture. So then people are going to confuse you with Betsy Ross. I don't know it, Dr. Evan. <laughs> you're a man of many, you're, you're a renaissance man, I think. Last parting message you would like to share with anybody. Congratulations on your partnership with Blue Buffalo. What's your message to all the, the dog people out there? Oh, thank you. My message is, listen, be safe these holidays. Be cognizant. This time of year, we see a lot of patients coming in because they've eaten something they shouldn't have, or they've gotten in a fight with another dog because they weren't introduced appropriately, or they've gotten out of the house or a yard or something because they weren't like secured because they're somewhere new or they're stressed. I mean, just now's a really important time of year to just pay extra attention to your kiddo 
and their needs and making sure they're safe and, you know, making sure they're eating and not eating certain things and all of that. Just uh, extra attention for our little furry guys this time of year. I love it. Uh, You survived an episode of Oh Behave with us. What do you think? Another episode. Another. Oh, look at him. He remembered. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'll well, be on for another one, too. All right. Anytime. I would anytime. love to be. I would love to be. I'll let you guys make that call. And thank you for all you're doing for pets and wildlife. Sincerely. Oh, it means a lot. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Um, I also want to do a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the surgeon of sound. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network on the planet. And check me out. Go to ArdenMore.com and my YouTube channel, ArdenMore. And uh, if you are into pet first aid, I'm a master certified instructor with the only active dog and cat in the country. I work them hard and treat them well. So check it out at Pet First Aid for you. So until next time, this is your flea free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.